Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we have just been served up a wonderful, fantastic dose of Masters 1000 tennis. And it was awesome. Bryce, <laughs> come on, man. We it was up was. in Madrid and things was popping off. Talk to us, brother. And I continue to say this, you know, here was a tournament where we didn't have Rafa, you know, we didn't have Novak, but to me, it could not have been more exciting. Come on now. Say you it. Know. I mean, that, this tournament was just, it was fire, bro. I'm, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> if this tournament is anything like what we about to get for the French Open, I'm telling you what, I will be there for every drip drop. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we saw the resurgence of some players we hadn't seen in a while. We yes. have, we've seen, you know, the, the top heads, you know, coming through. But you know what? To get this all kicked off, I have a bit of a hot take. Come on now. Now, am I the only one that would love to see in these thousand level tournaments where you have both the men and the women there? That we could throw in a small mixed doubles draw? You know, that is not a bad idea at all. <laughs> I mean, even if even if you just made it a 16-team draw, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, I, I think, number one, it gives more opportunities for more people to get some more money on mm -hmm. the tour, right? Right. Maybe even to sell some more tickets. But um, I think it's an opportunity for players, especially... You, you've seen when the pros end up losing early right. and then they enter like mixed doubles or whatever to get some more time <laughs> on court. Right. Um, you know, I just think it would be nice since you have we don't have a lot of tournaments that we have both the men and women at. I mean, for so long, it had only been the majors and Indian Wells and, you know, and kind of Miami. Um, but. You know, now we're having more and more of the thousand level tournaments, you know, Cincinnati, mm -hmm. Madrid, the Italian, you know, let's throw some, some mixed doubles in there. I, 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 I would agree with you wholeheartedly. And Bryce, you kind of touched upon something that's also a bit of a controversy as well, because now it seems that because they are making the 1000s two week events, the players who are dropping out or losing first round now are basically there are issues or, or concerns about them getting the necessary reps before Grand Slam. And so mm -hmm. apparently there is a lot of concern from the players around that. But at the same time, what I think that ends up benefiting is those challenger events. Because yep. we saw some draws this week, Bryce, as far as the challenger events. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Andy Murray versus Tommy Paul in the final. Come on, bro. That, you that, can, that's that's a 500 level tournament. That is a that can easily be a 500 level tournament. And I mean, you got Sloan out there trying to pick up a title. Kirstea picking up a title. It's like what? What? I mean, yeah, the the Challenger circuit got they got hot and popping over the second week of Madrid. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Crazy. And you know what? I'm not mad at that because no. once again, like we've talked about, it's at those Challenger tournaments that you have fans that get a chance to see some big names that they maybe wouldn't ordinarily get a chance to see. Right. They get a chance to interact with them in a much more intimate environment. Yep. I think it's good for the game, actually. 
I absolutely agree. I think that the, when it came out that it was a controversy, I was like, I don't quite understand why, because there are other tournaments that you can go to. It may right. not be, you know, a 250 or whatever you, that you used to, but still, that, like you said, is even even more beneficial because you've got a, a you know a very low key tournament where people locals can go and really see some big names play. I think it's awesome. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, to have those types of names pulling out ch- challenger titles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ahead. I'm sorry. Andy Murray versus Tommy Paul. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. You got a, so, a, a, three-time Grand Slam champion, Olympic right. gold medalist. <laughs> yeah. And, and shout out to Andy for taking the title. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, you know we love us some Tommy Paul up on, the, on Brothers on Tennis. Don't get us wrong, but man, Andy Murray was like, listen, I'm trying to get me some reps. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it in for the French Open. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh. And, and and I forgot all the other names because there were some other big names in that tournament, too. And yeah, I was like, Monfils? wow. He played Monfils the first round. It was I Monfils know. against Andy. I, that kind of hurt my heart a little bit because I was like, now, nah, how y'all going to put in a challenger, Monfils against Andy Murray in the first round? That's wrong. That's but can wrong. you imagine that? Somebody who paid $7.99 for their ticket to go right? to that challenger. Match. They got Andy Murray <laughs> and Kyle Mofi. <laughs> right? Dude, I, man, it's it's insane. And I'm like I said, like you said, I'm loving every minute of it. I think it's actually a good thing for the schedule. So right. we'll see how that ends up going. But I, yeah, I, I I was very amused at some of the champions from this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, we're going to go to the big men, big women tournament. There you go. Uh, uh, in Madrid, <laughs> where a thousand points were on the line. And. I think I'm going to just let you call it. I don't care which one we start with, the men or the women. <laughs> well, you know, do you want to give a quick shout out to the doubles? We do. We do. Yeah. Uh, so let's start off with the women's doubles then. There you go. We and had our girls. Go ahead. We Yeah, we had our girls. Uh, what are they calling themselves? Uh, um, oh. Coca-Gula. Number one seed, yes. you know, and we've seen in the past when Krychikova and Siniakova are not there, you know, Goff and Pagula have been representing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, Azarenka and that Haddad might... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. They were like, listen, young ladies, not today. Not today. No. And, 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 you know, and they started early because, you know, they took out the number. Uh, did they take out? Yeah, they took out Maddox Sands and Bedosa, which was a good win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, wait a minute. And before that, they had taken out McNally. Yep. Uh, and Kaliskaya. Because she wasn't playing with a sister girl. That, yeah, yeah. Right. I, you know, I was going to say it, but you're right there, right? <laughs> Katie knew what her, her tragic mistake was. That's there. it, right there. Well, so. She's got to correct that. Um, <laughs> but then, a, a, you know, a hot team has been Fernandez and Taylor Townsend. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, and they played them tough. It went to three. It went to the third the, the super tiebreaker. Yep. Um, you know, they got handed that bagel in the second set. So apparently they looked hungry, but they was like, <laughs> thank you for feeding us. You know, we, we got our snack on. So now we, we got some energy. We ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 
And that was a great win for them. But I fully expected them to take the L yeah. from um, Goff and Pagula. Yes. And look, straight sets started them yeah. off in the bakery with that breadstick. And then six four in the second. Well, and you got to look at it like this. I mean, both Coco and and Jess are are strong, you know, top ten singles players. So mm-hmm. that's the style that they play. And right. unfortunately, I don't. I think that they missed the mark trying to play that because you've got Vika who is like, excuse me, y'all, I got Grand Slams, and then you've got <laughs> Hadad Maya. Who ain't no joke, Bryson. When I saw no. Hadat Maya is not to be played with, y'all. She's not. She, she is for real. I mean, she, to me, has a lot of power. She's lefty. She's very creative with her shot selection. I, I actually like Hadat Maya low-key. And right. going into that, I was like, this ain't going to be that easy. Because if they hitting their strokes right, and guess what they did, Bryce? They picked on that forehand. Oh, well. Because I was looking at it, there were points there where literally they were like, yep, we're going we gonna to hit it to Coco's forehand. And unfortunately, she made errors on it. And and it's, it's just when you are playing at that level, you can't have you can't you just you can't be exposed like that. So it's it was really difficult for me to see that they were even able to expose that in doubles. Well, have you heard the latest about Coco and the forehand work? Talk to me. Come on. Uh, apparently, who's going to be working with her specifically on her forehand, because he said, we get this forehand right. This is a multiple Grand Slam champion we're looking mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. Rick Macy. All right. And we love us and Rick Macy now. Come on. We do. OK. So, um, yeah. Uh, and we know Rick can get that forehand right. So I'm really, really happy to see that they're taking such a strong move yes. to address that forehand issue. That uh, is awesome. That is so awesome, man. Right. Good, yeah. I'm glad, thanks for sharing that. And yeah, y'all, because because right there, that, like you said, if she can get that right, multiple Grand Slam champion in the future, for sure. Yeah, exactly. And he even, and Rick even said, you know, she reminds me so much of a young Venus. Absolutely. Yeah, she's a carbon copy. I mean, let's let's just be clear. Just how her look, her strokes, everything about her game is Venus. It it really right. is. It, it, to down to even the you know the, the, the problem areas exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, um, but you know, if you're gonna be in the mold of someone, that is definitely a great that you would want to be compared to. So, like I right. said, hopefully. She can get that right and uh, and really get back to her winning ways, because you can tell right now that it is definitely taking a toll on her mental and her confidence. Right. Yeah. Right. But with well, that said, yeah, shout to, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I was just saying, yeah. Shout out to Azarenka and Haddad Maya for getting, you know, Azarenka at this late stage in her career, getting 1000 level doubles titles. Right. That's that's really a that's that's good stuff. And, you know, she got a little Leo. So them coins are go to go to good use. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Mommy. Yeah, come on now. Come on. <laughs> and so we got Bryce, we got to make up for me not being able to play Wimbledon last year. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> we lost some coins right there. Right. Just saying. Dude, just saying. <laughs> So, Bryce, why don't you lead us into the men's doubles? Because, of course, yes. we have one of your faves that yes. played in the final. So, hand yes. it over to you. So, you know, everybody's aware. I'm a big, big Matthew Ebden fan. 
and uh, and he and Bopana have been clowning recently. <laughs> yes, they have. Yes, they have. And um, honestly, when they took out Kuhoff and Skupski, yeah, I thought they were going to take the title. Yeah, same. I, I, and actually, I thought in the finals they were going to meet our other guy, Aravello and Roger. Yeah, yeah. But Mother Russia, Carla. <laughs> Um, you know, all these people who couldn't play Wimbledon last year are like, we need to make up these extra points in cash. Right? <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah. Hatching bro. off in Rublev. I mean, take it away, Isaac. Yeah. I mean, and talk about a great doubles final. I mean, it really was a good final. I mean, Bapana, Bops, and, and Matthew Ebden, they, they played a strong, strong match you know they were able to kind of turn the tide in the second set um because rublev and and kachinov were just they they were they were doing some good things in that first set but then you know they started coming back playing some good doubles won that second set but bryce i tell you what they they took a break after that second set i don't know what them fools drank when they went back into that locker room (laughs) (laughs) but hachinov and rublev came out they was like you know what we gonna try and blitz you in this super tiebreaker because <laughs> them boys came out and was just lighting it up. It was stupid how well they played the front end of that super tiebreaker, Bryce. It was just insanity. They couldn't miss. They could not miss. And I know that Matthew and Bumps were just like, "What? The, what, the, what the hell just happened? We just won the second set. We should have the momentum." They was like, "Nah, friend. We went to back to that locker room, got us a little drink, drink." And, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bryce, it was crazy how well they played that tiebreaker. And and honestly, they they deserved to win based on that. I mean, even Rublev hit a forehand. <laughs> it was just stupid. I was like. <laughs> It, it went right down the middle of the court, which is where you should go in most right. doubles tandems. But Rublev was on the the ad side. Kachanov was on the deuce side. So it would say Hachinov's backhand, Rublev's forehand. Rublev was like, Karen, you better get yourself out the way and let me get this forehand. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he swatted that forehand past Bob's. I was like, that is stupid. <laughs> it was crazy, Bryce. So anyway, wow. they, they played a great match. I mean... Like we were talking about with Bob's and with Matthew Ebden, they are playing some great doubles together. And I think they've made the commitment to play together um, through the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I fully expect to see them not only at the year in championships, but I think they're going to be pushing for number one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But, but I tell you what, that Karen Hatchinoff and Rubla, they, yeah, they were not to be denied in that, that super tiebreaker. Apparently not. Uh, so shout out to Hatchinoff and Rublev for getting them a Masters 1000 doubles title. Yeah, first first title together. Oh, and that's weird because they played together a bit, right? Well, they joked about it in the post interview because Hatchinoff was like, "Well, Rublev been winning with everybody. He won with Aslan. He won with this person. Won with that person. <laughs> came came win with me though." <laughs> and, and Rublev was like, I was just saving the big one for you, bro. Just saving it for you. Uh, <laughs> I like those two. They're funny. Yeah. And you know what? It's weird because in the whole political sphere, yeah. you know, we have this very interesting take on Russia and where right. they are at now. But I'm telling you what, in the world of professional tennis, 
Mm-hmm. Some of my absolute favorites are the Russians. I exactly. love Medvedev. I love yep. Karatsev. I really yep. like uh, Rublev. I really like Hatchinov. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's just yeah, there's yeah. they're, they're awesome it's, group of uh, players. Right. It's unfortunate of what is happening with their country and what their what their country president is is doing because I personally have a feeling that none of them are in agreement with it. In fact, I'm pretty sure we even saw Rublev before he even went down, step out there and commented saying, I don't want any of this. Um, So, you know, it's, it's very disappointing that, that, you know, that that's happening. But like you said, those four are my absolute favorites. I I just, I I like watching those guys and, and enjoy them watching them win. So kudos to Hatchinoff and Rublev for snatching, snatching the title. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's keep it moving on to the women's singles. And mm. the, the first thing that I'm going to say, Isaac, is we we at least called the finals, right? Yes, we, yes, we did. We did. Yes, we we did. nailed that. Yes. Um, but the kind of the subtitle here for me that I want to talk about a little bit are a couple of the quarterfinal matchups. Yes. And the the first one is wanting to give a shout out to uh, Sharif. Yes. Uh, yes. Egyptian player. Uh, you know, we and, and I have to fess up when we talked last week, I said, you know, Sabalenka was just going to roll through mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And when Sharif came out and gave Sabalenka that whole biscuit in the first set. Come on. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, Sabalinka was like, we ain't got to leave the bakery, but we're going to change who's eating and who's serving. <laughs> right? <laughs> what did you think about that match, Isaac? Oh, Bryce. Yeah, I, I, like you, was very impressed with what I saw from Sharif. Um, she has a really interesting game. A lot of topspin, a lot mm-hmm. of good aggressive strokes that she hits. I, I liked her game a lot, and she had she had Big Sab confused. That first day, you saw it too because she was. It was like Sab was stressing. I was like, "Woo, she really got her on the ropes." And then <laughs> it just, it, you know, it 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 just it, it it speaks very highly of her game for her to put someone like Big Sab, who has been the hot girl on yep. tour. Yep. To make her stress out like that over a set and a half. Um, you know, she ended up, of course, finding her way and, and flipped it around, of course, and and walked away with it. But but man, Sharif played a, a great match. And to even get to that point, having beat Mertens, having beat Garcia, having beat mm-hmm. Kalanina, who these are not these are not easy wins. Hell, she beat right. uh, Camilla Georgie in the first round. Yep. I mean, come on, man. Those, <laughs> those, those are <laughs> <laughs> just great great wins on her part man so that is a great shout out bryce because we do not need we do not want to miss that um because this young lady has been doing some really really good good work and she's getting more and more results and we got to w- make sure we give her her shine so kudos to her absolutely and then kind of on the flip side kind of this running conversation we've been having about jessica pagula Yep. You know, yep. coming through and the quarters, she loses to, to, to your your girl. My girl. Cooter. Cooter. Right. And, and and once again, we'll continue to say, I mean, Cooter in itself, losing to her is not a bad lot. I mean, she's a great player. Right. 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 Yes. 
but just kind of where we're seeing Jessica at in terms of being the top American, being number three in the world, that's a match she needs to win. Right, right. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. There's, there's, there's just, yeah, I mean, again, I don't want to, you know, bucket or, or group her in with that whole Sakari kind of group there. <laughs> but you, if you get into these stages, you got to pull out some victories. You got to start pulling right. out some victories. And we need to see some titles. We need to see yep. some titles. Because, yeah. you know, like I said, the fact that, you know, there's only a, you know, a couple title, you know, here and there. If you're top five in the world, you should be racking up titles. I'm sorry. You just simply right. should be. Um, so, so to me, that's something that coach Witt and just really have got to start working on is how they are going to flip the tide and start really, really getting not only to the championship matches, but winning them. Right. Yeah. And so I think we moved to the semifinals where it really was no surprise for either mm-hmm. one of these results. No. Uh, Sviatek on Cooter, two breadsticks. You know, right. She she just didn't waste no time with her. <laughs> no. Um, and then <laughs> back to your other point, uh, when we see at this stage of a tournament, Sakari against, you know, another top player in the semifinal, Sabalenka, um, that was a pretty straight win for Big Sab as well, four and one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. For for Sakari, like I said, honestly, I was actually surprised she got past Begu. Because typically, you know, quarterfinal, I was like, oh, and quietly, she almost didn't because because they had to go three sets. So, right. um, but yeah, I had no doubt. And I and I think that honestly, when Sab had to really kind of pull pull things together and get past Sharif, when mm-hmm. she did that, I was like, she ain't gonna have no problem with Sakri. She will. She will not. I think that was actually one of those matches she needed where you're not playing great on the day your opponent is playing at their top level and you have to problem solve. I really feel like she had to do that during that Sharif match, which helped her, in my opinion, getting through this tournament. Right. No, I I totally agree with you. And and I think both of them, Sabalenka and Iga, and I think they pretty much knew they were going to meet in the finals. Right. And I don't think they were looking to, to extend themselves further than they needed to. Exactly. Yep. We're going to get this done quick. Right. And so we get to the finals where you and I both called this for Iga because we figured on clay, this is where Iga would have the edge. Absolutely. And but what happened, Isaac? Well, Bryce, it's hard to say (laughs) (laughs) because that match was so top turby. It was a great match. It was mm-hmm. a great match. And, you know, you saw, you saw, you know, Sabalenka come out and she's, she's got her focus and she, she ends up pulling, pulling the first set out six, three. And you're like, okay, okay. But then you see Iga and Iga's like, no, nah, no, nah, sis, I'm Iga. <laughs> right. It's Clay. I'm right. not trying to play with you. And Bryce, she came back. And you started, you know, really taking the ball, moving Sab around a bit more, uh, talking about early rather, and moving Sab around. And so then, so when she takes the second set 6-3, in my mind, I'm like, okay, Iga's, Iga's back. She's playing right. Iga tennis. She's about to snatch this. Bryce, I tell you what, this to me is what is, in my opinion, really defining Big Sab. 
because I because we saw this at the at the Australian Open when she won the Grand Slam. She was serving. You just knew some some double faults were going to come. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. She she toughed it out. She got her her mental was right, and she was like, "No, this is mine. Today is me." And she got it done at the Australian Open. And Bryce, I'm telling you, bro, she took that same level of confidence and was like, "You beat me last week, and you stole my Porsche." <laughs> I ain't trying to let you steal. I'm, you just not gonna do that again. And right. she buckled down, Bryce. And they, those ladies were—they were playing some outstanding tennis. I—I I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed that matchup. And 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 like I said, Big Sab just she mentally out toughed Iga, which is shocking because again, on clay, on her best surface. I would have thought that once she took that second set, it was pretty much done. And I actually thought they was going to head to the bakery. But right. <laughs> B- B- Big Sab was having none of it, Bryce. I mean, tell me, Bryce, what do, you, what do you think about this resolve that we are seeing from, from Arena Sabalenka? And, you know, we've seen this over the years from other players. You know, once they they get that taste. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they get that taste. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> that's all that's all they needed. And that's all you need. Um and so yeah, I think I think Big Sab is, is here to stay. Now I do think this is gonna be very interesting as to I think there's a strong potential they'll meet in the finals of the Italian. Possibly. Yep. And so to see what happens there. And then they could meet in the finals of Roland Garros. That's the truth. Um, it's, it's- so, so since they've split the first two clay court tournaments, it's going to be very interesting to see if they can continue this for the next two and how that split works. And by the way, are there any other players out there that are going to try to disrupt Mm -hmm. this final from happening? I think there is one. And I think we both know who that one is. Kratikova? Correct. If she can get her game right, and she can get her mental right. Krychikova can beat both Sabalenka and Iga on clay. Yep. I absolutely yes. believe that. I don't she think can. any of these other ladies can do that. I would not. Badosa, Pagula, Coco. No, I do not think. Even uh, even our girl um, 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 Ons Jabur. I love me some Ons, mm-hmm. but I just don't think that they have what it takes to be able to contend with Big Sab and with Sviatek right now. Again, Krachikova, if she has, if she's right in the mind and she's having a good day, she can get him. Yeah. Do you know who? There's one other name that I would throw in there, and she has okay. to be on her A game. Uh huh. But if Belinda Bencic is on her A game, yeah, yeah, I think she's another one that could be a surprise win, especially I, I agree. especially with Sabalenka. Yeah, yeah. I think Iga would be a little more of a problem. But if Sabalenka is off at all and is struggling with her serve at all and Belinda is in that take the ball off the rise and just hitting stuff in corners and like, she could be a problem. I agree. I agree. Where's she been, though? Because did she even play Madrid? Didn't she get hurt? She may have. Maybe that's what's going on. Yeah, I, I missed that. Kinda, What's it with her knee or her something? Um, but but I definitely feel that Iga and Big Sab are kind of 
a clear one-two right. above anybody else. And I agree that Krajcikova is probably the likeliest mm-hmm. of other players that could take out either one of them. Right, right. And, and, and yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's going to be interesting to see what happens at this Italian. I, I'm predicting that Iga will win the Italian just because the conditions are a little bit slower. You're right. They don't have that altitude. So I think that, you know, I, I'm, I'm pre- pretty much picking her to get that. And in truth, unless Big Sab can do something really, really creative on, on, on a slower clay, Right. It's hard for me to even see her beating her at Roland Garros. I think she will right. contend with her for sure. But basically, my pick going in will be Iga, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think that's a very good point that you bring out for people that may not pay attention to the difference uh, that is Madrid because of the altitude. Correct. Ball flies. Yeah. It's a little, yeah, it goes a bit faster. And right. that always plays into the hand of a, a power player, which Big Sabalenka Correct. is. Whereas Correct. Iga likes those slow conditions. She wanted to be mud because she got, <laughs> right. you know, because she can, she can take it early. She can create angles and she can, and her defense is just outstanding. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So shout out to you, Big Sab, for really continuing to separate, you know, you and Iga mm-hmm. from the rest of the pack, because I'm telling you what. You know, we, we were mentioning, you know, a few minutes ago that Pagula is number three. And, and although she should be, be very proud of that and she's done an amazing job in getting there, I feel like there's a huge gap between one and two and three. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Definitely. At least on this surface. Now, when we get back to when we get to grass, that will be a different thing because then you, you, you'll see the emergence of Rybakina. And I think right. that that will be, in my opinion, Rebakina and Big Sab and a right. couple others, depending on if they can show up and get right. But I think we'll we'll really see how things shake out once we get back to the hard courts. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so let's move it over to the men. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Where, <laughs> this was that <laughs> tournament of like, who that is? <laughs> Who is it exactly? Where they come from? <laughs> right. What's your, what's your name? <laughs> oh my god! And, and you know, and we've got to start with our guy. Yo, Shout yo. out to the return of Aslan Karatsev. Absolutely. Come on now. All Back the way to, to the semifinals, and and look, just like you said, I think he is like a big sap. And that altitude and the way he hits the ball. Yes. Yes. That was a perfect condition for him. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Shout out to Struve. Struve played his butt off. I, I did kind of hate the fact that it looked like Karasev got hurt in that match. Yes. I, yeah, you saw that as well. They kind of mentioned it. Yeah. Right. But I don't want to take anything away from Struve, <laughs> but I, I wish they could have really battled that out, you know. Right. Right. Fully healthy I, between the two of them. But Completely agree because – and and I think had – had Aslan stayed a hundred percent, I think he would have pulled out that match. I really I do think he would have too. He would. Yeah. But, but like you said, uh, kudos though. Cause you know, I told you this, I mentioned this before. I, Struf is just my, I like, I like Struf a lot. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a low key fan of his and like his game. He just, you know, just big old boy hit, hit the big, uh, big ball. I like that. He comes to the net and, and like I said, Bryce, he played some out, standing tennis in this tournament to be a lucky loser yep. and to be able to get make your way through a 1000 
and beat the person who beat you in qualies to get yeah. to the final? Come on, yeah. man. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. And took I'm, out I'm a CeCe Paz, a French Open finalist. Right? Bryce, are we concerned? Look, didn't we talk about this already? We concerned with CeCe Paz. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, CeCe Paz yeah. at the end of the year, he'll still be top 10, but he may not be top five. I, I would have to agree with that because, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just, you know, you just expect for the top players to be able to make it through these matches. And mind you, it was a tough one, 7-6, 5-7, 6-3. So it's right. not like it was a gimme. But you just would hope that your top, you know, if you're top five in the world, you're going to pull that match out. You're not yeah. going to take the upset. And unfortunately, Definitely. that did not happen. So um, so shout out to both of those semifinalists, Struth yes. and Karatsev. But Struth made it to the finals. Yes. Now, up top, there was a little more form there. Yes. Carlito, yes, as sir. our top seed made it to the finals and, you know, had a good win over Hatchinoff, who had had a good win over Rublev. Yes. Um, and then th- there's that daggone Chorch. <laughs> Always who, who, there. Yeah, who, he's kind of like the the male version of Martich. Exactly. It's like, there oh, goes that there, guy. There goes that guy, yep. You know? Yep. Linnell's guy. <laughs> Absolutely. But good good for him for actually being able to hold his own and take out your guy, uh Davidovich Fokina. Yes. That was a tough match. That was a that was that was a grueling match. And uh he barely took that uh, you know, seven five uh, or seven six, seven five in the in the third set tiebreaker. So yeah, yeah. But kudos to, to Davidovich Fokina. I feel like he's he's sort of slowly finding his his game and his rhythm. Um, right. Because, again, he had a great win against Runa. Runa, right. Yeah. He sure did. Yeah. So so lot, just a lot of great matches in this tournament, Bryce. It was really, really exceptional tennis all around. But like you said, Church made it to the semi. And, and where you talk about who is this, we had Altmaier. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, who? <laughs> who are you? Where you come from? Who are right. people? Right. right. Yeah, that one was definitely a surprise. That whole side of the draw just was really because that was where Casper Rude and Musetti were. Right. And both of them got to, upset. Right. I was about to say, Altamai ain't really beat nobody. No, no, he, he his, really his, did not. Yeah, his path was cleared. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, it's still a quarterfinal of, of a thousand level tournament. So right. respect right. for that. But oh, yeah. You know. But who he had to get, who he had to beat to get there. You know that's that's two fifty level. If if we're being honest, challenger. <laughs> Ch- wait a minute. We just saw a challenger with Andy Murray and uh, Tommy Paul in the finals. I, I don't know. know. Right? <laughs> it, it might it, not even be that. It may be. It, it may be USTA regional. Why you clowning? Exactly. Why you clowning? So, so um, shout out to him though for making it there. And yeah, you know, he made it to at least the quarters. So, yeah, got some names that, again, we are not used to hearing and or saying. But, you know, kudos to them for for a nice deep run in a thousand levels. Right. Yeah. So then you have Alcarez against Struth in the finals. And where, you know, some people may have been thinking that Alcarez was just going to run through him like a bad Mexican dinner. You know, (laughs) he ended up. This match ended up being 
really, really good. It was really good, Bryce. It was really good. Um, I think that, you know, because they had played before. Again, um, uh, Struff was the one that had knocked out um, uh, Carlitos in the uh, French Open a couple years back. Of course, this was before Mm -hmm. he was, you know, fully in form and and he became himself. But they also played last year at Wimbledon. And and again, um, Struff lost that one, but it was five sets. So they've played some really extended extended matches. So the fact that this one went three honestly wasn't that surprising to me. And honestly, Bryce, I'm going to tell you what. Okay, Carlos came out, did what he needed to do that first set. Right. But Struff came out that second set and started really implementing that serve volley, that big serve, get to the net, pass mm-hmm. me if you can. And Carlos was not stepping up to the plate. He won that set, and it seems like he backed away from doing that. And I, 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 and I didn't understand. I was like, well, friend, I, did you get tired? I'm about to say, you probably got tired. Yeah, because I was like, it was, it's working. I'm like, don't, you know, until he starts regularly passing you, why are you not continuing doing what you're doing? And it seemed like he went on a a little bit of a lull where he started doing the whole ground stroke from the back of the court. And I was like, that's not how you're going to win, sir. And sure enough, that's what kind of what happened. Go ahead, Bryce. And and you know what else happens sometimes? You know, the reality may have hit him in that third set, right? And that's true. I thought about that as well. Yep. He's in a thousand level final against the number one player in the world, one set off. Right, right. And yep. at that point, it may have been like uh, a <laughs> little choky choke, uh, little choky like, choke, like whoo, and, and, and hot, <laughs> right? And who got big hands to choke with is Alcaraz, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Boy, bring me your deck." Exactly, <laughs> right? We're about to end this. <laughs> so oh, that could have played a, uh, a part as well. I think you are absolutely spot on with that, and I I agree wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, because he just it just seemed like his tactics changed just ever so slightly. And and when when Carlito saw that, he was just like, oh, bro, you done messed up now. Cause, yeah, because right. I, I got you. I got like you said, them hands, them hands <laughs> on that neck. I got you. <laughs> Started shaking. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, man, what an incredible tournament overall. I mean, Carlos Alcaraz, can, can, can we just say that this is the real deal? Can we just say it, folks? Wait a minute. And, and where are those people who were saying that we're overhyping him? Where you at? What, what, where, y'all, what, what, where y'all at? <laughs> Do you still believe that? Uh, Number one, got Grand Slam title under his belt and just racking up thousand levels? Exactly. Then two back-to-backs, Barcelona and Madrid. Right. So, I mean, it don't feel like overhyped to me. No, no, it definitely does not. Now, he deserves all of the hype that he is receiving and then some. I really right. feel like he is on he's on a, a path, man. And it's going to take a, something really special to knock him off. I'm hoping that that Runa is that because, you know, you always want, again, that 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 yin and that yang you got to have right. the, you know somebody that's going to push you to get to be better and i'm right. hoping that that's going to be holger because right now i honestly feel outside of of course you, you, nadal and djokovic it, it, carlitos is in a class of his own he, he absolutely is 
Right. And and, there, and I think you're going to start to even see a difference between Alcaraz versus Nadal and Djokovic based yeah. upon age. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got them fresh legs. Yeah. That's going to be a factor against those guys now, you know? Absolutely agree, my man. Absolutely agree. So, yeah, I'm excited, bro. I'm so excited for this French Open. I, I, you know, it's sad to hear, of course, as folks, if you haven't heard, Nadal won't be playing the Italian. So we won't get to see him prior to the French Open. Um, you know, uh, we will get to see Novak though. So hopefully, you know, hopefully we will get that Alcaraz Novak final, um, in, in Italy. Mm -hmm. I I agree with you. And also talking about, um, announcements, did you hear that Anna Samova is taking a break, uh, taking a mental health break and is not committing to any return date? Right. Right. And uh, I think that's the right thing for her, Bryce, because, again, she's, you know, been through some turmoil, been through, you know, just the, the, the you know, she's had some injuries, had some issues there. I, I feel like she just needs to step back and reassess her whole career and what she's trying to do, because she's a great tennis player. I mean, she's been, you know, she was with Coco in the in the juniors doing big things. So she she just needs to, in my opinion, definitely focus in on her mental health. And 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 really just, you know, truly reevaluate kind of her whole tennis career and then come back when she's ready. Right. I yeah. agree. So best of luck to her. Absolutely. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for um, the Madrid tournament. Yes. Um, you know, wanted to make an announcement that if you were not aware, last week we rolled out our sister's on tennis line of apparel and merchandise. Yes. And uh, so we've had several people asking for it. Um, we did a post and there were several comments that people were like, about time, you know? <laughs> so it's out there for you people. If you are looking for gifts for that special woman in your life. Yes. There you go. There you go. It's out there for you. Just go to our our page, brotherszonetennis.com, hit the shop button, and you will find the Sisters on Tennis merchandise under that page. So shop away, folks. It's there for you. Absolutely. So, Isaac, it is time for us to run and to jump on our IG Live for the night. Yes. But um, any final words you have before we, we bail out? No, I think we're good, brother. Another good one. All right. Well, everyone be safe and be good. On behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone be well. <laughs>